Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for July 30th, 2020. In July of 1945, the heavy cruiser USS Indianapolis completed a top-secret high-speed trip to deliver critical parts of Little Boy, the first nuclear weapon ever used in combat, to the United States Air Force Base on the island of Tinian, and subsequently departed for the Philippines on training duty. At 01500 hours on the 30th of July, the ship was torpedoed by the Imperial Japanese Navy submarine I-58, it sank in 12 minutes. Of the 1,195 crewmen aboard, approximately 300 went down with the ship. The remaining 890 faced exposure, dehydration, saltwater poisoning, and shark attacks while stranded in the open ocean with few lifeboats and almost no food or water. The Navy only learned of the sinking four days later when survivors were spotted by the crew of a PV-1 Ventura on routine patrol. Only 316 survived. The sinking of the USS Indianapolis resulted in the greatest single loss of life at sea from a single ship in the history of the US Navy. Instead of telling the story myself, I've decided to play for you one of film history's most memorable and masterful monologues ever captured on film. Here's Robert Shaw as the shark hunting sea dog Quint from Steven Spielberg's filmic masterpiece, Jaws. Everything you're about to hear is true. Japanese submarine slammed two torpedoes into our side, Chief. He was coming back from the island of Tinian to Lady, just delivered the bomb, the Hiroshima bomb. 1,100 men went into the water. The vessel went down in 12 minutes. Didn't see the first shark for about half an hour. Tiger, 13-footer, you know? You know that when you're in the water, Chief? You tell by looking from the dorsal to the tail. Well, we didn't know. But our bomb mission had been so secret. No distress signal had been sent. They didn't even list us overdue for a week. Very first light, Chief. Sharks come cruising. So we formed ourselves into tight groups. You know, it's kind of like old squares in a battle, like you see in a calendar, like the Battle of Waterloo, and the idea was, shark comes to the nearest man, that man, he start pounding and hollering and screaming, sometimes the shark go away. Sometimes he wouldn't go away. Sometimes that shark, he looks right into you, right into your eyes. You know the thing about a shark, he's got lifeless eyes, black eyes, like a doll's eyes. When he comes at you, he doesn't seem to be living until he bites you. And those black eyes roll over white and then, oh, then you hear that terrible high-pitched screaming. The ocean turns red, in spite of all the pounding and the hollering, they all come in, they 
Rip you to pieces. You know, by the end of that first dawn, lost a hundred men. I don't know how many sharks, maybe a thousand. I don't know how many men, the average six an hour. On Thursday morning, Chief, I bumped into a friend of mine, Herbie Robinson from Cleveland. Baseball player, Bozen's mate. I thought he was asleep. Reached over to wake him up. Bobbed up and down in the water. It was like a kind of top. Upended. Well, he'd been bitten in half below the waist. Noon the fifth day, Mr. Hooper, Lockheed Ventura saw us. He swung in low and he saw us to the young pilot, a lot younger than Mr. Hooper anyway. He saw us and he come in low. And three hours later, a big fat PBY comes down and starts to pick us up. You know, that was the time I was most frightened, waiting for my turn. I'll never put on a life jacket again. So 1,100 men went in the war. 316 men come out of the sharks, took the rest, June the 29th, 1945. Anyway, we delivered the bomb. Much of Quint's speech comes from actual accounts of a sailor who lived through those four dreadful days at sea, a veteran by the name of Edgar Harrell. When asked by interviewers what he learned from the ordeal, swimming for days on end, surrounded by nothing but man-eating sharks, death, blood, and oil, no food, no water, his answer is always the same. Never, never, never give up. For some of us these days, things are bad, and for some, they're life-changing. But if you have the presence of mind, remember that we humans are amazingly resilient. And when you're surrounded by darkness, never, never, never give up. And know that the dawn is just ahead. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.